councils have attracted people with personal extreme political agendas and they have been allowed to pursue these agendas without due regard for their ratepayers. Hello Victorians and welcome to One Victoria's series of draft policies. Here we will present a clear and positive alternative for all Victorians who would like to see a new, better state government in November 2026. Labor, the Liberal National Coalition, the Greens and Independents have failed us for too long, making poor decisions and wasting our money. While they focus on factions and hidden agendas, One Victoria's Constitution will make you our only priority. Your safety, happiness, health, wealth and freedom will guide our every decision, every policy, every day. In this draft policy, we will discuss our local councils. It is the state government's responsibility to set guidelines for and to monitor and oversee the activities and performance of municipal councils through the office of the Minister for Local Government. Under the Andrews Allen government, councils have lost focus on their core duties to their ratepayers and have been allowed to be distracted by peripheral issues they have no business being involved in. For far too long, Victorians have tolerated subpar performance relating to garbage removal, recycling programs, management of grass verges and local road surfaces, as well as other accepted bread and butter local community services. Various rogue councils have declared a ban on nuclear weapons, declared a climate emergency within their local council area, moved to ban their residents using gas home appliances, introduced 40 kilometres, then 30 kilometres, then 20 kilometre local road speed limits, moved to introduce bin taxes by increasing charges while seeking to circumvent rate controls. The Melbourne City Council even announced a formal push to promote the yes vote for the voice to the Australian Parliament at the recent referendum. None of their business. Councils have attracted people with personal extreme political agendas and they have been allowed to pursue these agendas without due regard for the needs of their ratepayers. A one Victoria majority government will adopt the following policies regarding the role and responsibilities of local councils. We have promised to save the community money, time and stress. These policies will deliver on this promise at every level. 1. 12 months prior to the 2026 election, one Victoria will finalise a detailed list of council responsibilities which will refocus our councils on the core services they must provide to their ratepayers. Key activities will be the management and processing of rubbish removal and recycling programs as set by the State Government. The management, maintenance and cleanliness of local services such as parks and gardens, local library and childcare centres, as well as the cleanliness and management of streetscapes throughout the area. 2. Every council applies their own ideas of how local roads look and operate, especially with regards to the design and handling of traffic management and control and how bicycles are managed on the roads. As motorists move from council to council, the rules can change far too often. A One Victoria majority government through our roads efficiency and safety policy will standardise roads design across the state, 
which we believe will improve traffic flow and safety. As part of the review of the role of councils, One Victoria will remove any role in setting local road laws or designing how local roads work. Councils will retain responsibility for maintenance and cleanliness of local roads in their municipality, with a negotiated share of costs and resources from the state government. Number three. Councils have recently begun using rubbish collection frequency and recycling as a weapon against their ratepayers to apply new and aggressive extremist climate change policies and to introduce new charges additional to the rates. The recent complete breakdown of the plastic bags recycling program and the introduction of the new bin tax in the city of Yarra are simply recent examples of counting losing sight of their role. A new list of council responsibilities will include a revised policy regarding rubbish collection that is sustainable, real and cost-effective for ratepayers. Normal rubbish bin collection will continue to be weekly. New recycling strategies will only be introduced when they can be supported with in-place and Victorian-owned recycling technologies that are practical, financially viable and achievable. Number four. For too long, council planning roles have grown to unnecessarily intervene in people's daily private lives. One Victoria does not believe, for example, that local councils should have a role in controlling what ratepayers can do in their own backyards. Ratepayers, on the other hand, should also understand that what they do in their backyard in terms of design and execution will ultimately affect their property value if they get it wrong. A new One Victoria Government will transfer a reduced role in planning and supervision back to the State Government and will publish details of those areas we will hand back to landowners 12 months prior to the 2026 State election. Once in Majority Government we will distribute a landowner's guide to be called My Property. This will guide landowners through the basic rules regarding fence heights, pool safety and overlooking rules. Permits for sheds, verandas, pergolas and other private structures will no longer be required. Requirements for building permits will be simplified and presented in non-legalese terms. It has been interesting to see the current state government making very recent announcements about reducing council planning roles, but we believe that those announcements do not go far enough. It will be fascinating to see if they follow through on any of these announcements before the 2026 election. Local councils will no longer manage planning departments independently. The excellent council planning employees will be transferred to direct state government employment. Most will stay in their current location to manage the government's planning programs detailed in our policies. Number five. One Victoria will re-establish the role of councils to act as conduits between the wishes of their ratepayers and the state government. Councils should encourage the local community to put their ideas and concepts forward, but rather than making decisions, sometimes without community involvement, councils must submit requests to the state government for approval and funding. A new majority One Victoria government will be very positive, particularly when we are convinced each request has genuine community backing. Number six, councils will be encouraged to adopt a new role in support of our communities and inclusion policies. 
One Victoria wants to really celebrate our differences and our common ground as a diverse and united community. We want to see localised celebrations of national and religious-based events such as Christmas, Chinese New Year, Diwali, International Women's Day and a host of other events. The era of councils or anyone moving to cancel one group's celebration in case others are offended will finish the day one Victoria assumes the role of government. No one can live in a modern, truly inclusive environment and then seek to cancel everyone who disagrees. To enable a new inclusive celebration environment, the state government will contribute to the costs of running all approved events on a dollar-for-dollar basis. Number seven. Renewed emphasis will be placed on the cleanliness, maintenance and livability of each municipality. A new One Victoria government will initiate an annual competition, a little similar to the old tidy towns idea. Each year, a special judging panel comprising prominent representatives from the community will select the very best council of the previous 12 months. The state government will contribute a prize of $3 million to the winning council, 500000 to be divided fairly and appropriately among all council employees in the form of a performance bonus. $2.5 million will be shared amongst the council's schools and nursing homes to be spent as agreed by each community and managed by the school or homes management team. Number eight. These steps and others will place substantial downward pressure on rates and charges. We are motivated by both reducing the community's cost of living as well as a clear improvement in the quality of council services to the community. In pursuit of the latter, one Victoria Government will review the performance of every council once all changes have been installed and will not hesitate to dismiss recalcitrant councils who are unwilling to embrace this opportunity to deliver lower costs and improve services to our community. One Victoria puts Victorian communities first in every way, every day. Please let us know what you think. Email us at localgov at onevictoria.com.au If you approve of what we are saying, please tell your partner, adult children, parents, siblings and friends and encourage everyone to join One Victoria so we can build a strong team to drive this new and exciting political revolution. It will cost as little as $7.50 per month. Look out for more policies on this website, onevictoria.com.au or search for One Victoria Podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts. If you dislike what we are saying because you happen to support what Victorians have been getting from our government and opposition, please be patient. Keep reading or listening and keep an open mind. You are sure to find something that will save you money, time and reduce your stress very soon. Until then, goodbye, keep safe, stay well. This podcast has been authorised by Kenneth Noonan, 1 Victoria, Suite 582, Waterman, Caribbean Park, 44 Lakeview Drive, Scoresby, Victoria, 3179. Our website, onevictoria.com.au. Mobile contact, 0421 484 115. Email, kennethn at onevictoria.com.au. One Victoria and onevictoria.com.au are registered under ABN 23 124 908 499.